What? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pot squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing parties. What's a test? Viewing parties. Chanting all over your Tatum. Viewing party. Recording. Welcome, everybody, to the special edition of Viewing Party. It's special because it's Wesley's birthday month! Yay! It's Wesley's birthday month! And we're here on Viewing Party. I'm Katie. I'm, I'm not Wesley. I am Wesley. Oh, wow! <laughs> You're the birthday girl. <laughs> and this is Viewing, Viewing Party. Party! This is the podcast where we watch a thing and we talk about it. And we also talk about a bunch of other stuff, too. <laughs> we barely talk about the movies that we watch. <laughs> so we'll probably talk a lot about all these other actors... From the movie that we watched and not the movie they were just in. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> That's our thing. Oh, man. I love November. You know why? Why? It's your birthday. It is my birthday. It also means Slapsgiving. Yep. It's also a whole holiday where you just eat stuff. <laughs> it's just a holiday <laughs> dedicated to forgetting that we were horrible to Native Americans yep. and eating food. Yep. Gorging our regrets. <laughs> Good pie. I mean, that's how I deal with things. Just <laughs> so, you it's know. As long as we do it on a national scale, I guess. It's a very normal Thursday for us. <laughs> except our family is watching us <laughs> eat our feelings. Yep. <laughs> it's a celebratory group feelings. Mash. Eating. You know what the best part is? Potatoes. Potatoes. And all the different ways you can make potatoes. Yep. That's how I feel anyways. <laughs> um, you want a park and rec? Sure. Because I watched a lot of movies. I this saw week. you like went to the movies. Yo, I've like, been going, a lot of things happened. I've been going to the movies. Alright, first off, I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, I wanna see that. The movie about Queen. What'd and you think? Freddie Mercury. I'm gonna preface this. I didn't really know anything at all about Queen. Yeah. Or Freddie Mercury. I barely remembered that Freddie Mercury was the lead singer Queen. Like those, oh no. like I just like don't. I yeah. just don't know anything. I just know you know their greatest hits album, and that's it. Like the, I don't. I yeah. didn't know anything else. So it was nice to go in blind and be like, what? Like what? Like I didn't know that. I just didn't know. I didn't know anything. And I thought. I thought the movie. Excuse me. It isn't nap time on a Tuesday while we're mm. recording. Yeah. I thought that this movie would be a, uh, just a, like a biopic about a band and their lead singer and then they had some fights and then they like grew in fame, but like the fame really got to them and then they struggled as a group <laughs> and they stopped being friends and then like, then they got back to, and like everything was okay. Like, yeah. And that is exactly what it was and more. Yeah. It was so good. It was like part sing along, mm-hmm. part. I cried a little bit. Yeah. The actor who, what's his name, who plays Freddie Mercury? Did Rami s- Malek. Holy Ugh. moly. Holy 
Mulaney. When they first <laughs> Holy out, Megan Mullally. When they it was first so good. Out, like first looks at him playing yes. it. I sent a picture to my sister and was like, This is not Freddie Mercury. This is Rami Malik playing, playing Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. And she was like, What? what? <laughs> oh he looks so much like him. Oh my god. He did such a good job. Oh my gosh, he was amazing. Hannah, my sister, she's watched a ton of Freddie Mercury footage. She knows mm-hmm. a just a bunch about this dude. She was like, I didn't feel like I was watching an actor. And Hannah's like a big Freddie yeah. Mercury fan that I didn't some, know. Like, they put some behind the scenes graphics out, like yeah. pictures out of like actually recording it. Mm-hmm. And so they had um, like the the band members who are still living mm-hmm. on set yeah. watching Rami Malik be Freddie Mercury yeah. at like the big stadium thing that they do. I forget what yeah. it's called, like Wembley. Um, Live Aid. Yeah. And. The, the look on their faces as they, like, see their friend come back to life, Ugh. basically. They're just, like, in awe of it. Like, it is so cool to Ugh. see the, like, behind the scenes stuff. It's incredible. This, I mean, Ravi was already on the map, but he he is now, like, he's about to be household name famous yeah. for this role. I yeah. mean, he just totally blew it out of the water. The guys all looked like the guys. Like, the lookalikes were incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I was floored. So, and I cried a little... Another fun fact about this movie. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it later this week, I think. Yeah. Um, Do it. The So Rami Malek did some of the singing for Freddie Mercury, but they also mm-hmm. had another guy do like the actual vocals for him. And yeah. it's a random guy from a Christian rock band who has been posting covers of Queen songs on the internet. Okay. Whose name is like Matt something. And they've like... Because his covers are so convincing, they used him to come in and record hmm. Freddie Mercury's vocals. Ooh. That's really... Well, because I wondered, like, how are they... I didn't know how they did all the vocals for this movie. Like, it was yeah. clear that Robbie was doing some of it, and then not others, but his lip syncing yeah. is perfection. Yeah. Like, I watched, like, that ending scene next to and then i watched oh, yeah, like and the, then i watched like actual there's footage there's a side by side yeah holy moly like it's like it is superb and i didn't know so this is let me if i could just spoil it the tiniest bit i didn't know anyway i have never heard of live aid before in my life really? and i i'd never heard of it never knew that was a thing yeah. i it just totally was not a part of anything that would be on well, my it was skull. like before us so it was well before yeah. us and you know my family doesn't talk about a lot of things. So, whatever. So, all those things happening, I had never heard of this before, so I watched footage of it. I didn't... They did... Um, they took out a few things from Queen's, like, performance, but, yeah. like, they recreated the performance of Live Aid. Mm-hmm. It took out, like, a song or... And a half or something. Mm-hmm. For, like, a couple of, like, things. But, like, they, like, recreated the performance. Like, the whole, like, 20-minute set. And I was like, oh my god! But watching it, and then the next day I watched the real Live Aid performance, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is, like, dead on. Yeah. Like, this is what happened. Oh, it was so good. It was so good! It was so good! Yeah. So love that movie. Everyone go see that. It's just, it's just wonderful. I think my parents are going to see it. such a good it. job. My dad loves Queen and Freddie Mercury. Oh, well then he'll have an awesome time. It's so funny, because... He'll have an awesome it's time! It's one of those things where, like, there's this... I can't remember what we were doing, but my dad's like... 
hey, who's that one guy in that one band that I like? And my mom will yell from the other room, Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lordy. What a funny That's my dude. parents. Your dad's the, the funniest. Well, I was talking to Matthew, and I was like, dude, you grew up. Like, this was happening. Like, while you were, like, a teenager and stuff, he was like, yeah, man, I grew up with Queen. Like, yeah. they started when he was a kid. And I was like, what? Like, that's so crazy to me to think that, like, you know. Matthew was, like, in middle school when this stuff was happening. Yeah. And, like, that's so, oh, that's so cool. Um, and then I also saw Suspiria. Yes. Yo, that movie is messed up. I had a feeling like, it would be. It would, but, like, <laughs> messed up past what I thought was going to happen. Oh, no. So, I'm, you made a good call not seeing it, Wesley, for you. <laughs> good. Dude. So, the, uh, we talked a little bit in another episode about the original one from mm-hmm. the 70s. And, like, that was messed up for the 70s, but even yeah. then it was still, like, a very stylized messed up. Mm-hmm. This was, like, they changed most of the plot. They, uh, it got real homoerotic for a while there. Oh, weird. <laughs> I told a coworker that, and some other coworker goes, mm, my favorite kind of erotic. <laughs> I was like, all right, sunshine, <laughs> whatever you say. She goes, oh, my favorite. I was like, what are you talking What? Um, so that was funny. Uh, it got, it got just, like, so, like, it got, <laughs> I don't even know. There's a scene with, like, like, this woman's, like, bones are breaking, Ooh. and, like, like, cl- they clearly hired an incredible contortionist for this, but I was like, what's happening? <laughs> like, it was just totally, the whole thing was very different. It was very, very different. They added a lot that was really missing from the original. Like, it is set in, like, a pristine dance academy in Berlin. Okay. In the original, they don't talk anything about what's happening in Berlin at the time because it was a divided Berlin and yeah. they like don't talk about that at all. They don't ever show you a real dance performance of from like the women in the academy in the in the original. Mm-hmm. And in, in this one, we got to see a couple or at least one big one. Yeah, they got one big one down. And that was really, like, we actually got to, like, see people really dancing, <laughs> which was great. That is good. Like, some of, like, some things made, like, they, things that were happening in the original that you're like, what is even going on? Like, they made them make, some of the things made more sense, and then they added this whole other realm, and the ending is not even close to the same <laughs> at all they changed everything about the ending and i was even sitting there just like what what oh this is it was grotesque and great and not quite my thing um interesting i turned it to rob afterwards my brother i leaned over and i was like that made more sense than the original and he was like how i was like i don't know because we all got out of it like Oh, uh, what did I just watch? Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm a little lost. I'm a little confused. Um, but yeah, so I saw Suspiria. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Love, Simon. Really liked that movie. I cried. Yeah. Cried. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. Just good, like, tears. Like, Love, Simon is really sweet. I really enjoyed that one. They, they made a lot of really nice points. And I was so glad that there is a movie... That is out for teenagers with A, actors that actually look like teenagers, and B, it's a movie that just, like, shows, like, the emotional intelligence that a teenager can have. Yeah. Where you, like, 
somebody leaks Simon's secret that he's gay and stuff, and he's not upset that people know. Mm-hmm. That was fine. People were going, he was going to tell people, but he it was just like, you took away that, that, that I get to choose how this happens to me. Like, yeah. you took that from me, that yeah. like I had the choice. And how people find out about this thing about me. Like, you stole that from me. And so he's, like, upset with someone, but he's not like, I hate you, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Like, right. any right. other teen movie would show. He was yeah. just like, no. What you did is not okay, and you're not my friend. Like, you are not being my friend. <laughs> like, that's not yeah. what a friend would do to a friend. And so that was really, really great. I cried. And it also made this really lovely point that he was like, why do gay kids have to come out? Like, why is straight the norm? He was like, can you imagine if you had to come out being straight and they had, like, a whole series of, like, showing his friends, like, mom, dad, I'm straight. And they're like, what? Like, parents, like, freaking out and being like, you get that from your father. And she's like, I like men. And she's like, like, super, like, what if, like, why does that have to be a thing? Like, why does it have to, like, why does it have to be a thing? But it was great and really wonderful. And, like, and they had, like, a really great Josh Dumas as the dad. And they showed him just being, like, I just feel stupid that I missed it. And I feel really stupid that I've made all these jokes the whole way through. Mm -hmm. Like, your whole life I've just made all these, like, stupid jokes. Like, he's like, man, I just, he's like, this doesn't change anything and I love you. Like, but, like, man, I just feel like a real ass. And I was like, thanks, Dad. Like, thank you for showing that. That he's like, okay. That, like, Dad had to take a little while to, like, work out his feelings and be like, I just am so mad that I missed it. And I was like, oh. Wow. So it was great. It's such a good movie. Good. Really, like, highly recommend all three of them. Discretion with Suspiria. For, for Suspiria. <laughs> that one is messy. Yeah. It is messy. Like, every time I watch a movie where, like, people die, I'm always like, who's going to clean this up? <laughs> you know? And my sister's sitting here who does crime scene cleanup, and she's like, this is such a mess. <laughs> She's like, oh my god. Like, they showed people cleaning it up at one point, And I was like, girl, you need more rags than that. You need a power washer for this <laughs> bloodbath. Like, it was insane. It was, oh god. I just get super upset about messes. And they had some weird Nazi story that didn't make any sense. I don't know. It was mess. I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. I don't know that it's great. <laughs> Tilda Swinton is perfect. Well, I mean, we knew that. Tilda Swinton is perfect. <laughs> She's just perfect. <laughs> Did you watch anything? Um, not any movies. I watched some like random stuff my parents had DVR'd when I was home for the weekend. Oh, nice. So my yeah. dad likes to watch. I can't remember the name of the show. It's like Expedition Unearthed or something like that. Cool. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like some guy who just travels around and will be like, "Today we're talking about alien conspiracy theories. And we're gonna research a bunch of stuff." Or this episode we're Today. gonna talk about. There was a whole episode, we were so confused because it came on, and like, my mom and I got up to leave the room to go do something, and there's just a picture of Chris Hemsworth as Thor with like flowing blonde hair on the screen. We were like, wait, what's happening? What's going on <laughs> Turns out they story? were talking about like, ancient Nordic, like, Viking people, and they were just like, pulling in that like, Marvel reference. Oh my god. But it was, but it was fascinating because they actually like, go to a place and excavate and look for tools and they found like this ancient like mold that they made tiny little like teeth uh, no it was like (laughs) it was like um 
a couple inches long, but it was a little uh, axe. Aww. But it was like a tiny little thing that they were like showing how good they were at making like metal work or something. Wow. But it was like they'd go and explore stuff or talk to people or experts or like it's one of those like History Channel shows my dad's super into. But nice. it was fascinating. I like it. That sounds good. Um, I also watched that new Sabrina show. Yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, the the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina yeah. or something. I watched uh like first episode of that one. Yeah. I never really watched the original, so I don't have anything to compare it to other than like so, Sabrina was a person and there were ants and a cat. She so was a the witch. way it happened was so there's the Archie comics from back in, you know, like the fifties and sixties, like Sure. Who's Archie? From Riverdale. So all the characters from Riverdale. So there's the Archie comics, which are like Archie and Jughead and I forget the, like Betty and Veronica, like all these classic yeah. like fifties characters. Yeah. And then they like did some comic book reboots of them sometime more recently in the 2000s that were like the darker edgy teen versions. Yeah. So in when we were watching TGIF as teenagers, mm -hmm. there was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which was Melissa Joan Hart kind of bewitched style being like yeah, like cute and like yeah, sitcomy and like a talking cat and all that. So Riverdale is and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So Sabrina was a not was a spinoff of Archie Comics, mm -hmm. like the Happy Pop like bubblegum version yeah and so now they rebooted them in the like comic book dark teen drama reboot that's so interesting. So they're both connected that's such a weird i don't know anything about archie comics but people are like the archie comic and i'm like that it's a thing like i know that i've heard of it but i'm like, like what does that mean in 60s i'm like yeah. did people like it i'm confused yeah um yeah it's like really it's some dark stuff Dark. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's real, real dark. That's what I've heard. Riverdale doesn't make much sense at all. Riverdale most recently had a Breakfast Club episode where literally a bunch of people were in detention together and all became friends and started playing a Dungeons and Dragons thing and then stopped being friends. Like, it was literally, we're like, and there was 80s music and stuff and we were like, okay. But they knew, like, it was, it was an obvious, purpose, yeah. like, like, Breakfast Club spoof, but I was also like, what's happening? <laughs> Yeah, I haven't watched any of those, but I just But yeah, know the Sabrina the, like, one's like good. It's spooky. Stories, so. I was like, this is scarier than I thought a TV show I'm would be. Um is that Kiernan Shifta is her name? Oh the girl. Sabrina. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, I she, really like her. She was on Mad Men for forever. Mm -hmm. She's so good. She's such a good actress and she's doing a really nice job. And everybody looks like a teenager who is a teenager. That's so nice. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so I was so tired of people our age being teenagers. Mm -hmm. Not that I don't, you know, sound like a teenager half the time. But like, but like when you watch a high school show and everyone's no. 30. You're like, oh, okay. Like, Glee was the worst. <laughs> Glee was the worst. It was so bad. And I was like, I what just... was I watching recently when they referenced Glee? Everything does. And they were like, you know whose fault this is? Glee. I just watched that, that too. It was 21 Jump Street. Yeah, it was 21 <laughs> last episode oh god i was like yeah what was that lord oh well awesome this is all glee's fun. all right so mm. it's your birthday month it is my Happy birthday, birthday to you Yay. it's almost your it's your birthday week right yeah tomorrow. is it like tomorrow oh my god tomorrow. should we sing happy birthday if you 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Wesley. Happy birthday, viewing party. Thanks. <laughs> I think that you're in your ringtone. Okay. Thanks. Um, perfect. Well, today we watched... Okay, so we're watching Wesley's favorite movies for her birthday month. Yeah, so for your birthday, <laughs> you accidentally, I don't know, maybe on purpose. It was super accident. All of the movies you picked for your birthday month started with the letter T. Yep. So. T. What uh, was it we uh, watched? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched The Truman Show, The Two Towers, and Tangled. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, so I was like, I was trying to decide what movies to do for my birthday month, and I was like, I'm going to do the same theme, and I had already <laughs> picked this week's movie, so the next two movies after this all start with the letter G for the month. Uh, 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 I don't know why, but <laughs> I don't like, know why you're doing the happening. count for the alphabet. Listen, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, this episode is brought to you by the letter G for <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Yeah, we watched Galaxy Quest. I've never seen... I had never seen Galaxy Quest, and I have now seen Galaxy Quest. I watched this for the first time in high school, and (laughs) one of my favorite teachers would, like, if we were, like, at the end of a week or something, or right before a holiday break, we'd, like, watch movies, and she made us watch this. (laughs) She forced you. Yeah. It was such a bummer. Yep. Did the whole class enjoy it, or was it just you? No, the whole class liked it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really it's good. It's really weird and goofy and fun. And I like it a lot. I love it. I'm into it. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I was impressed. <laughs> I haven't seen it for a long time, so I was like, I it holds can't up. Watch this like it holds up. It holds well. up because it's supposed to be campy. Yeah, like <laughs> like it's <laughs> not the whole thing. It's not like oh, sorry, that was kind of campy, wasn't it? It's like this <laughs> it's was on like, purpose. Yeah. It was supposed to be. This movie has a star-studded cast. It really does. Which is, like, <laughs> insane. So Aww. this movie came out in 1999. I was nine. I was in eighth grade. Great. I was like, what year was that? I don't know. I was, like, I I was in junior high when it came out. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Um, yeah, this movie has a ton of people in it. So we've got... So, the basic gist of this movie is Galaxy Quest is a parody, essentially, of Star Trek. Well, yes. In the universe, in it's the universe, Star Trek. It is Star Trek. It's like for us, the analogy. Yeah. Yes. For us, it's a parody of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. So, instead of Star Trek, it's Galaxy Quest. Yes. And there's a ship, and there's a whole crew, and they are, like, supposed to be, like, mostly analogs for all of the Star classic Star Trek crew. Yeah. We got a captain. We got a pilot. We got the person who reads computers. The hot lady. <laughs> I repeat the computer. <laughs> we got a hot girl. We got an alien. We got somebody else yeah. who's doing some smart emotionless stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's great. It's great is what it is. And uh, yeah, so it's like... Um, Galaxy Quest Con or Galaxy Con or whatever it is. Yeah. Hap- like we, so the movie opens with like, you know, the heroes winning at the end of an episode of Galaxy Quest. And then we realize like, it's like, this is actually just a convention that we're at. We're showing you some like lost episodes. Yeah. Uh, uh, oops. 
And so... Nope. So while that's happening... <laughs> I, don't see. I don't know where my phone is. I'm probably <laughs> laying on it. Um, and so... So then they're at a convention and like everyone's... The whole cast is backstage and they're like, Oh my God, that guy's late again. <laughs> like, Yeah, he's an hour and a half yeah, late. Like he's an hour and a half trailer. late. This sucks. Like everyone's just talking about what like a, a diva the captain is. Who is Tim Allen? And, uh, you know, they're super upset about it. Nobody likes him. Poo-poo. Pretty typical stuff. Mm-hmm. He shows up, and they go out, and they do their thing. And he, like, everyone's, like, super excited to see him. And he's signing all the autographs. And, you know, the rest of the cast is like, this sucks. Like, this guy's such a jerk. People really love him, but they don't know that he's, like, awful and all this. And uh, we, you know, lots of fanfare happening. They bump mm-hmm. into some, like, creep, weirdo, geeky, alien-looking dudes. They're just like, and okay, some, bye. like super nerdy like, teenagers. Yeah, some super nerdy teenagers, all that. And like, you know, Tim Allen goes to the bathroom and he hears these other dudes in the bathroom talking about like they're over here peddling autographs, like they haven't had a real acting job in like twelve years. Like they don't like this guy doesn't even know how pathetic he is. Apparently that thing that actually happened to William Shatner, and that's based on a real thing that happened to him. I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh I mean I would talk about <laughs> Well, I can't think of another place to talk about William Shatner other than the bathroom. <laughs> like, his last name is Shat. <laughs> like, ooh, that just sounds like the right time. The right time to be talking about William in the bathroom. The only time. So, all the, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find my <laughs> phone. Okay. I'm trying to find my phone. I don't know where it is. And I don't want to, like, I hope I didn't, like, smush it up in the coffee that I spilled on this blanket. No, I think it sounded like it was behind you, so. Okay. Um, take it from here. Okay, so they're at this convention. He he overhears that everybody's mad at him, and then he, like, kind of. All your friends are dead. (laughs) He basically, like, yells at his fans, and, like, they're even more up, like, the rest of the cast is even more upset with him. Um. So he goes home upset and everybody's mad and drinks a lot and is hungover the next morning. And then, like, the weird alien thing, like, looking, like, con guests show up and are like, hey, we booked you for this thing. And he's like, oh, right, I gotta go. He thinks it's just a regular job. And then they, like, (laughs) kidnap him and take him to space. And he's, like, doesn't really know that he's there. (laughs) I'm in space. And so they're like, we need you to, like, negotiate with this bad guy. And they're like, he's like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. Like, I gotta be somewhere in an hour. Like, do you have any aspirin? Like, I'm, whatever. Um, so he does this, um, negotiates with the guy they're fighting. And they're like, okay, thanks for your help. Like, we're gonna send you back to Earth now. And he's like, okay, cool. Where's my car? And then they, like, literally beam him back to Earth in, like, a gel suit cake like thing through a black hole and, and he's just like planet uh. <laughs> also it's really cool that earth is so close to a black hole <laughs> that we can just in space like, use it to travel <laughs> sorry i got the hiccups <laughs> keep going so yeah he gets back to earth and is like what just happened this is crazy this, this he, was insane he goes to find the rest of the cast they're at like a like electronic store opening like having the worst day of their lives um (laughs) and he shows up and is like i was really in space they're like you're so drunk right now (laughs) like we can't even deal with you what are you talking about 
And then basically says, like, you guys need to come with me. And they're like, well, first they're mad at him. And then they're like, he might never ask us to do this again. Like, he's notorious for doing stuff without us. So they insist on going and don't realize that it's real and end up all of them going to space, including... So we'll see the cast list. We've got... Um, the commander is Tim Allen. Sigourney Weaver plays, like, the hot lady who reads the computer back to you. Yep. Tony Shalhoub is, like, a tech character. Um, he's kind of hapless and, like, isn't really sure what he's doing. Um, Alan Rickman plays this, like... Oh, Alan Rickman. Uh, like, Shakespeare, like, theater-trained actor who, like, got this one role as a sci-fi character and is mad about it, which is clearly a parody, like, referencing Patrick Stewart. Like, yep. 100%. Um, so he plays this, like, alien sci-fi character who always has, like, a skull cap on, so it looks like he has, like, uh, like a weird shaped head because he's an alien. Um, then there's the guy who plays, like, he was the young kid pilot on the, epi- on the show. I don't think he's a famous actor as much as the other ones are. And then there's, like, a, um, a guy who, his name is Guy on the show. In the, in the what world, his name, name is Guy. In the show, his name was, like, service member number six or something. Like, right. he didn't even have a name. Who um, names they, their child Guy? I don't know. It's to funny. all the Guy moms out there, <laughs> why did you do that to I them? I You might be a bad mom. <laughs> Now that I'm, I'm sure shamed. you're a bad mom. Not I'm a sure, bad mom. I'm sure you're, you're just not totally good at fine, but like, <laughs> that's yeah. It. But guy is played by Sam Rockwell, which is like super funny. The last time I remember at the Oscars last year, earlier this year, earlier this year, this year, and like yeah. he won an Oscar for like best actor or best supporting actor. Yep. And I was like, of the whole cast of Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Sam Rockwell is the, the first one. one to get an Oscar. Which is so strange. Like, it's like, like he's not a bad Sigourney actor, Sigourney but like Weaver Sigourney or Alan Weaver. Rickman. Alan Rickman. Would be first. Nope. <laughs> and then you've also got the first cinematic appearances, according to IMDb, of Rain Wilson as an alien. Um, is it Missy Pyle? Is that her name? Is the, sure. is the alien woman. Sure. And um, Justin Long. And because she and Justin Long would both end up being in Dodgeball later, they mm-hmm. said. So you've got this whole cast. They've been beamed up to this alien ship. And basically this race of aliens, I don't remember what they're called because Tim Allen calls them like a bunch of things that aren't real. He calls them like... cockroaches and termites and like forgets what their like species is called um they have been getting all of these tv shows and believe them to be historical documents and so they think all of the crew of the ship are like actual like space explorers and they've modeled their entire like society and built all of the spaceship based on the tv show and now need the help of the cast and crew who has to lend pretend that they're doing this for real. Yep. Meanwhile, a whole bunch of crazy stuff is going on in the background. Like, all of the aliens are just, like, projecting their looks so they don't look ter- super terrifying to all of the humans. 
because they're actually like weird squid monster creature things. I don't even know how to describe them. I don't know either. And they like make their language is completely different and terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Sorry, I was looking at filmographies of people and was oh. like, yep, okay, yep. Yeah, so they're on the spaceship, they're trying to save, they finally realize that, like, this is the real deal. This is all a real ship, and, like, these people think that this is like, they based are, on historical they documents. They are actually in danger, and they really need their help. So, yeah, the Galaxy Quest crew, like, jumps into action. So it's all real. Everything's real. Everything's the actors real. are starting to figure it out. And they're like, you watch the sh- show? And everyone's like, no, they're historical documents. Like, sh- just just play along with it. We'll figure it out. So they try to figure out how to save the day. And it's not working. And, like, the bad guy is all like... He wants this, like... What does he want? He wants the Omega-13 device, which no one knows what they do. Because it was, like, to be continued. And then, like in a lost episode and no one actually saw the next episode. Yeah. So like nobody knows what it does. No. Um so he's trying to get it. He's trying to steal it from all of the I knew it. What? The young Tommy? Yeah. The like the kid on the Galaxy yeah, Quest yeah, show. Yeah. Is Corbin Blue from High School Musical. Really? He was also in In the Heights in a certain rendition of it, but yes. Yeah. It's, I was like looking at it, I was like, that kid That's, looks so familiar. That makes sense. He would have never, been yeah. But I've never really seen Corbin Blue with like a crop cut. He's always got like, you know, his little fro going on. Yeah. That's funny. Fun fact! Sorry. Oh, I'm going to read you a bunch of them from the IMDb, because they are it's so like, good. Insane. The trivia is so good. So anyway, let's just like, we'll not cover all of it. Basically... Um, they find out, they have to save the ship full of people and protect the Omega-13 from the bad guy. They end up roping in the help of fans, these, like, high school kids they met. Yes. Um, because the fandom knows everything about the show. And not just, like, the cast and crew, like, know nothing. Like, they don't care. But, like, the fandom has, like, there's literally, like, 3D models of the ship and all the inner workings. That, like, um, Justin Long's character and, like, his friends all, like, use and everything. It's so crazy. So, the fans come in. Everybody saves the day. They end up crashing the ship once they've saved the day back at the convention and, like, make this super dramatic entrance that everyone thinks is on purpose and is, like, dramatic for the sake of the con. And it's totally not. They think, like, the bad guy is a special effect and... That's not, it's all just real happening in front of them. Yeah. And it's, and then they're just like, great, we saved the day. And then they decide to reboot the TV show 18 years later, just like they did with the original Star Trek. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. This movie was so so fun. It's so fun. Fun fact about Rain Wilson, who's in this movie. Yeah. I just realized he's in a new Star Trek series. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a new Star Trek series that I didn't know was a thing. There's four episodes out right now. What's it's it called? called Star Trek Short Treks. And it's a series of standalone short films featuring characters and storylines from Star Trek Discovery. So it's a bunch of actors. We got Aldous Hodge, Mary Wiseman. Um, I mean, there's just like a 
uh, bundle of people. Some of them are like Oscar winning like child actors that are now like adults, like young adults. Mm-hmm. But Rain Wilson is in it also. That's so and they're funny. Like, they're like 10 minutes. Yeah. That's oh. like really fun and cool. So, so there you go. Fun fact. So yeah, this movie is so silly and fun and weird. And I love it so much. So let's read some trivia from IMDb because it is it. the best. So we'll start with Alan Rickman. He hated sci-fi but took the part anyway because he thought it was hilarious. That's good. And they were going to do a sequel to it, but then he passed away a couple years ago, and so they canceled the whole project, which I was really sad about, because I love Alan Rickman. That was really sad. That's so good. Okay, so we said I talked about the the William Shatner thing. Um, There's a lot of, like, in-jokes about Alien and, like, Leonard Nimoy and... There's a lot of references to the original Star Trek movies. Um, this was cool. We didn't know. I mentioned this partway through when we were watching it that I hadn't picked up on. But the first 20 minutes of the film are in like square TV like ratio. Yes. And then like when he realizes he's on a real alien ship, it changes to widescreen ratio. That's so funny. And I didn't notice when it happened, but mm-hmm. I definitely remember watching the beginning of the movie thinking, I wonder why we don't have it in widescreen mode. Like, why is this a and thing? And then later it yeah. totally was. And I was like, I, when so- did that I remember the, I remember the first part of the movie. I was like, oh, this is really small. <laughs> and I have no idea when it switched. I don't it's know. Over. All right, it's so good. It was really good. Um, let's see. So, it, there's a whole list of quotes here from the original Star Trek actors and what they thought of the movie. Um, Patrick Stewart hadn't wanted to see it because he heard it had been making fun of Star Trek, but then the director told him to go see it on a Saturday night in a theater, and he said it, he went and it was brilliant. Um, he said, no one laughed louder or longer than I did, but the idea that the ship was saved and all of our heroes in the movie were saved simply by the fact that there were fans who did understand the scientific principles was absolutely wonderful. Good. Yeah. Um, Let's see. William Shatner thought it was really funny. Um, He says, certainly, I don't know what Tim Allen was doing. He seemed to be the head of the group for Actors for Life Me. I was trying to understand who who he was imitating. William Shatner. Um... George Takai. I think it's a chillingly realistic documentary. (laughs) (laughs) He was rolling in the aisles. Was he really rolling in the aisles? I doubt it. Like, metaphorically. Sure. But, like, they loved all the jokes about... um, He loved the part where, like... Tim Allen lost his shirt and Sigourney Reaver rolls, rolls her eyes. He's like, how often did that happen on the real set? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. This is a great one, too. The film was one of the earliest to have its own internet domain and website, galaxyquest.com. Now you can't get to it. It's not there anymore. Aw. Sadly. Um, however, rather than being a polished part of the film's marketing campaign site was deliberately designed to look like a fan page with screen captures and poor HTML coding. 
Isn't that genius? Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Uh, that makes me really happy. I wish it was still there. They said you can still find it on the Wayback Machine, so I'll have to look for it. <laughs> on the Wayback Machine. You want to know something cool that has nothing to do with this? Yes. But like only a little bit to do with it? <laughs> so this is... So I found this, uh, this website, and it's called... Oh, shoot. What is it called? It's called, like, um... Basically, you can locate almost any boat in the world. Like weird. Where they are right now. <laughs> Which sounds really weird, and it is really... Let me be clear. It is really weird. <laughs> However, I found it because of the Kickstarter that I backed. They've been, like, giving shipping updates, and uh, they're like, hey, like, you, you know... The yeah, they're like, the shipment is supposed to, you know, get to, like, the LA airport today is when it's scheduled to be there. You can trap the sh- track the ship in real time by clicking this link. So I was like, well, that's weird. Let me click that link. So here's the ship that it's on, the <laughs> Mazurk Edinburgh. And then if you pull out here, you can see where it is. Next, Like, it's near Bakersfield. Whoa. It's, you know, pulling up, you know. It, oh, it's like on the port of Santa Maria and all those things. I think it's really, yeah, it's like coming up on L.A. It's really close. But then if you pull out... You can see all of the ships that are currently Whoa. traveling, and I was so like, "I'm sure it's not doesn't feel that busy when you're like." No, yeah. and of oh, course, these like... little arrows are much larger than the <laughs> ship itself. Yeah. So I mean, it's taking up more space. But like, and I even looked up at the Great Lakes, and it shows you what boats are happening like on the Great Lakes right now. Weird. You can see all these dudes. I was freaking out, man. I was like, <laughs> "What?" It's like, kind of like when you, you like, see like the air traffic controller yeah. things, and you're just like, "There's planes everywhere! There's planes everywhere, and everyone's gonna die!" <laughs> but they're like color coded, so like the yellow ones are shipments, and the pink ones are something else, and blue is like something else. I'm sure you can't be like, "Let me find all these military ships." Like, right. like you can't go right. find a submarine. You're not just gonna but, be like, able to Google. <laughs> there's a couple of them that are like, "Here's a helicopter." Why do I know where a helicopter is right now? Oh, it's a lifeguard thing. Lifeguard 002 is out in, what, I don't know what continent that is. <laughs> I don't know. There's it's not that Europe. many continents. It's fine. It's off of, um, you know, Sweden. Okay. It's, a, it's near Sweden. It's in Nordic area. But like, what? It's just like, there's ships everywhere. So I was playing around with this That's earlier funny. today. I was having a good time with it. Dude, they're surrounding. Oh God! Like Australia's covered in them. <laughs> they're covered. I mean, they'd have to be. That's but yeah, you can't. It's the only way to get stuff. It's like there. super crazy, and like there's areas of the world where there's like way less ships. Well, it's because <laughs> it's like ice down there. Yeah, it's like no one's going to the North Pole. I guess mm-hmm. no one's getting ready for Christmas. But yeah, man, you can see how close Alaska and Russia are, practically <laughs> touching noses. <laughs> Anyways, that's all. Continue. I was like, do you want to hear some cool thing that has nothing to do with it? But like, but there are apps where you can see all the stuff that's in space. Yeah. You can see the space junk flying around. Like, it keeps track of it. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Anyways. So yeah, there's just lots of cool trivia on the IMDb page. Like, apparently, there's a scene in the new Star Trek movie that J.J. Abrams did because he wanted it to be in homage to Galaxy Quest. Excellent. Which I think is awesome. That's so good. 
I really enjoyed this movie, Wesley. Thank you for bringing it here. Of course. I liked it's it a so lot. It's so silly. It was good. It was a good time. And I'm I mad like, about it. I like what they said. Like, it's a lot more about the... It's about the fandom saving mm-hmm. the day, which is kind of cool. So they're not... Like, you think they're going to be... Ma- like they said, you think they're going to be making fun of, like, Trekkies and all of that. But no. really, like, it's just... The Trekkies are the one, like, doing the work. Yeah. They're the ones making it happen. Jump back in. So how many Channing Tatums would you give this movie? Hmm. Nine. Ooh! I give it seven Tatums. Yeah. Yeah, I really like this one. This was super, super fun. It was well done. It knew what it was doing. And then it knew what it was doing on top of knowing what it was doing. (laughs) Yeah. And it was very, like, aware of itself, which is great. Yeah, and then being, like, hyper-aware of who would be watching it. <laughs> it's good. It's so good. They got Alan Rickman to be in, a, like... I know! A Star Trek movie! That doesn't even make sense! It's so great. The other it's thing, so Sigourney Weaver said, like, every time she put on that wig, like, she felt her IQ dropping significantly. Aww. Like, <laughs> because yeah. she was supposed to, like, that was her character. It was supposed to just have this funny little Farrah Fawcett wave kind of deal. Yeah. A little bit there. Yeah, it's like, good. Who knew that like a movie with Sigourney Weaver and Tim Allen would be a, be great. a good movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that any movie with Tim Allen has ever been a great movie, but like, well, this, is, but this is fun. No one I asked. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, I did hear a That's thing recently said, where he was like complaining that people didn't like him, and someone was like, you were on TV for like a decade, then you were in the Santa Claus... Like, trilogy of movies. Yeah. Then you were in all of the Toy Story trilogy of movies, and now you have a sitcom back on TV. Pretty sure Hollywood likes you. Like, like you're fine. You're just not, like... Like... I don't know. Ryan Reynolds. Just, yeah, I, I, <laughs> like, you're not Harrison Ford. Doesn't yeah, like you. Like, no. Sorry, dude. Like, and you were never gonna be Harrison Ford, and that's fine. But, like, neither was... Uh, Shatner? Yeah, neither was William Shatner. <laughs> Same same deal, man. Like it's all good. You have you've had a nice steady career even yeah. if it hasn't been some like big Like you're a household name. Like Yeah. You don't have to be a blockbuster. Like, star you're not to an do Oscar that. winner. Like And you were never going Sam to. Rockwell, apparently. Sam yeah. Why can't <laughs> you be more part. like Sam Rockwell? It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I so love fun. that. I love it. This so, is yeah. such a fun movie. Any closing remarks? Um, Last I will questions? tell you the story of. So I put on our Instagram a picture. Yes, I saw that. Of a uh, wall plaque. So I have. So my sister and I were at a like Christian bookstore. Yes. Like ten years ago or so. Of course. And we were at like the, there was like a clearance table. She was like Wesley, you need this. And I was like, What are you talking about? And <laughs> Why would this, I need anything here? It's this besides really, the Bible. What do like, I need? It's this pretty teal like wood sign that you hang in your house with like nice font and like curly flowers and stuff. Yeah. And it says never give up, never surrender. <laughs> because somebody thought that was a biblical thing to put on a sign and sell at a Christian bookstore. Never give up. But really, it's a lie 
line from this 1999 sci-fi movie. From Galaxy Quest? From a sci-fi spoof. So of course I bought it and hang it in my house. Yes. Because. It's excellent. The, just the juxtaposition of that and the completely unbiblical never surrender. It's like that. It's hilarious. Never surrender to the Lord. (laughs) Unless you're going on a Galaxy Quest. And you're like, whatever. It just makes me Take so five happy. possessions, Jesus. You can have them. I'm going to space. <laughs> I think that's the moral of the story. So oh, yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite tie-in like decorations in my house. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> it just makes me... I feel so good about it. Yeah. So great. Ready for this wrap-up? Yeah, let's do the wrap-up. Hey, with that mic! Ooh, I, ooh, ooh, I'm getting a text. Ooh. ooh, who's texting me now? So... Uh, so, um, and nothing. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm sure you're all here at the end of the podcast because you want to know all the ways that you could wish Wesley a happy birthday. Wish Wesley a happy. Wish Wesley. Wish Wesley. I don't want to do that to your fans. If you would like to wish Wesley a happy birthday, you can do so on our Twitter and Instagram at Viewing Pretty Pod. Give her all those wishy wishes. You could also tweet her directly at Hello Wesley. Also, that's her Instagram handle. <laughs> Wesley is now 30 something. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're 30s and 20 somethings. Soon we'll all be 30 somethings. Don't ask questions. Tell your mom. <laughs> Tell you, tell your mom that there's still women out there in the world that are doing their best because that's all we can do. Also, we're women, so what else are we going to do? Obviously not our worst. Um, this is nothing to do with anything. You can also go to our website, viewedprettypod.com. That's the story of our podcast. This has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Hashtag. This has nothing to do with anything. But do you want to hear about it anyways? It's my podcast and not yours. But it is yours, Wesley. I shared this. Um, anyways, you can go to viewingpartypod.com. We're going to have all the show notes, all the things we've referenced. Probably uh, Alan Rickman's feet. <laughs> Because nope. I know nobody actually wants to see that at all. He's dead, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we just take a moment for Ellen Rickman? Sure. I forgot. I feel really bad now. <laughs> Hello. This is Ellen Rickman. I'm back from the dead to wish Wesley. A happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Wesley. Happy birthday to you. You can also check us out using the hashtag LadyPodSquad. You can join us next week when we watch something else. We talk about something totally different. Until then, I'm Katie. This is Alan Rickman. <laughs> and this is Viewing Party. <laughs> I should not be in charge of this anymore. No, why did you show me this?